This week on Dice Boys. I know it's a Mountain Dew product, but I can't like pinpoint what like when it like you say live wire. It's the orange like, one. It's the orange one, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the orange one. It's the only one I'll drink. I like Code Red. Yeah, I know what I know Code, what code Red. Fuck no, no, dude, OG not. OG Mountain Dew. Just This is why we got the flight. My Sandy Roots come back. <laughs> OG Mountain Dew. Your Sandy Roots? Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in Sandy, Oregon, man. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Sandy roots. My Sandy roots. Just go down to the cafeteria. Get get yourself get yourself a bottle. Mountain Dew is a is a F tier soda. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. Um, I think like we should have a show where we talk about food. Any non-brown soda. I think we is do always talk about food. Though. Yeah, food. Food is where we. And really it's kind have, of dice boys. Yeah. Um, it is also really, a food, really get food and it. beverage when podcast. When it comes to soda, you basically have Coke is S tier. You know, I just I don't wow. want to hear um, it. I just like I don't want to participate in this. All right, is this what you wanted? Want you got on S-tier. You literally are, just said you wanted else on a S-tier. food and beverage podcast. Brand no, recognition or like delivery like, of flavor. Fucking listen to me. <laughs> Drew's Drew's talking. Yeah, S tier. Coke is S tier. A tier. R C. Everything else F tier. Is Get everything the fuck cola? Out of here. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Like, what Drew does? He just like, oh, says man. some crazy ass bullshit. Okay. Puts his arms this take is too yeah, hot. trolling us. Yeah, this take is too hot. That's why I said I don't want to participate because you need to revise. every last one of you. Listen. No, I'm not trolling. That is my literal. Cherry Coke Zero and Sprite. Oh my God. Oh my God. Aaron is trolling. Whoa, whoa. Cherry Coke Zero and Sprite. I that like is orange soda no, and root just, beer, you know, and then everything. Putting, a, putting say, a zero product in your S tier yeah. is the most heinous shit hey, I've dude. ever heard. No, exactly. Nice. First of all, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm come on. Regular no, Coke no. is not even Coke anymore. It's just a bunch of fucking sugar and high fructose corn syrup. You're, you're not wrong. Soda. You're not wrong. But hey, what I'm just saying, saying hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying, Coke Zero really got some. Yeah, got some. Hit, hit us. Get it. So S tiers, we're talking Dr Pepper. Absolutely, okay. number one up up there. Wow. Number two. I did I'm forget gonna... one A tier. You're right. Um, okay. Uh, wait, wait, before before you trail on, I want to ask you one thing. Do you feel like Dr Pepper is just like barbecue sauce flavored water? No. Like it kind of. I don't think like... he would have put it in his S tier if that's what he thought. Yeah. What's wrong with barbecue sauce, Blake? I'm I'm not. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with barbecue sauce, man. But, <laughs> but we're not talking barbecue sauce. That's just that's what I feel like when I do. Let's talk about S tier sauce. Anyways, anyways, here we go. Here are the top three. Sweet baby rays. Here are the top three. We got Dr Pepper. I'm gonna throw Stubs. Gotta get Stubs in there, dude. We're past this. Candida dry ginger ale in there. Dude, fuck you. Stop talking. And then I'm gonna throw in. No, it's over. Wild card. Wild card. You started this. You started this, Drew. Wild card. Cactus cooler. If if you know, you know. Okay, first of all. Okay. No, fuck it. We're not doing this. <laughs> okay, no, we're not we got we got a D and D podcast. I started this by at providing a that. perfect tier list uh, that was designed and specified to the uh, <laughs> to the human <laughs> taste bud mapping of the tongue. Okay, I'm just talking about what is objectively. The tastiest <laughs> beverage you could possibly drink. I'm tuning out right now. <laughs> just like let him have it. That's all. So nothing zero, nothing zero on nothing the list, dude. <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. When was the last time you had a cherry coke? <laughs> 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 
I can't tell you the first time I had one, man. Well, you're missing out because it is the best beverage. On a hot summer day, pour yourself a glass of cherry Pepsi. I like wild cherry Pepsi. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh. No. Hey, okay. Get Pepsi products this out of here It's entirely. basically the same I'm thing. I'm honestly disappointed in all of you. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Blake here. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. I really appreciate y'all, and I'm glad you've made it th- this far into the story with us. Uh, our last session ended with a bit of a cliffhanger, so let's just uh, let's just do a quick recap, then jump right into the action. Last time, our heroes continued their search for the missing Percy Lear, interacting with a number of interesting and mysterious figures at the traveling inn known as the Falconeer. After compiling clues and insights and rumors, our heroes were ultimately led eastward through the rolling hills to the old abandoned Touchstone Mill. Arriving in a windswept twilight and acting with near-paranoid levels of caution, our heroes investigated the strange scene they found outside the mill, only to discover that what looked to be the dead body of Percy Lear was just a dummy stuffed with straw. And at that, a party of orcs burst out of hiding to ambush our heroes. How will they fare this time against these brutal evil creatures? Let's find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. All right, Dodge, what'd you roll for initiative? That's a natural one. A natural one. (laughs) Batting cleanup there up on top of the windmill. Honestly, it's a good place for me to be. Yeah. Is Biggle? Cleanup is the fourth spot. <laughs> yeah, that's FYI. true. It's not yeah. the last it's, spot. Yeah. That's oh, more like okay. janitor. Uh, I rolled a 19. Yeah. 19? Is that what you're... With my with initiative. Your bonus? Yeah. Okay. Yon Yon. 15. Daylock. 14. Matthias. Tien. Perfect. All right, so in the twilight, with this thundering cloud of dust approaching, these flower boxes open up to reveal little bunkers that have been hidden underneath, under which have been hiding these orcs, waiting to ambush you all for who knows what reason. But... Out from under the pit come, uh, fr- out from these pits come four orcs in each one. You see that uh, one of the pits has three orcs that all have giant longbows. And standing with those three is a huge, massive black skinned orc. And he has like rib cage bone armor stretched across the front of him and bones like wrapped around his uh his forearms and he has a big maul just this long like uh the length like five foot long maul with skulls on the end of it um and he is wearing on his head a crown of bone that Yon Yon 
you recognize because you almost took it from Amadeus's estate. Out of the other pit come four orcs, all almost identical, wielding great axes. And these things are pristine and glistening in the twilight. And they just come charging out. And I thought about doing a, uh, a surprise round, but I think you guys were all kind of on edge enough um, that we're not going to do that. Uh, but I will say, Yon Yon, you had said you were going to ready an action mm -hmm. to turn invisible. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do that uh, before no. we get going? I'm good. Okay. In that case... I'll just get my ass kicked while visible. <laughs> In that Everybody case, it is happening. Biggle, what do you want to do? Okay, I'm standing at the front door. Mm -hmm. Am I within 100 feet? Or, I mean, am I within 60 feet from them? Sure. Tight. Yeah, dude. Guns a-blazing. You're going to hit Gears me with some, weird, with some weird magic shit. Yeah, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that I'm not ready for. Um, yeah, I'm standing in the middle of the doorway. I'm gonna like, I'm reaching around my body like I'm getting ready to fling some stuff, and whoosh, 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 I cast Gear Barrage. What and is this? What is this? No, what yes. is this? Yes. This is gonna be badass. I create a burst of magically propelled gears. Each creature within a 60 foot cone takes 3d8 slashing damage. Or half damage on a successful dexterity saving throw. Okay. So I'm just hurling these super sharp gears. Sounds great. These buttholes. Um, I'm going to say you can get one of the two groups of four. Because there's one group on one side, one on the other side. I want to do the... So you can get the archers and the guy with the crown of bone, or you can get the four axe-wielding ones. Mm, I probably want the axe guys. Okay. Mow them down. All right. Mm -hmm. So they take 3d8 slashing damage. I'm going to go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll, and I'll roll the save. It's a deck save? Yeah, they got to be a 13. Well. Yikes. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I rolled a 14, a 14, a 19, and a 20. God damn it. Just get them out of the way now. Get them out of the way now. Exactly. We're off to a great start. Go ahead and roll that damage. They'll all take half. They take nine halved. Nine halved is going to be four. That sucks. So you fling these spectral gears, and they just off the thick hide of these snarling orcs. And I'm going to hide really well inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> and you dip back inside. Are you inside, Yon Yon, as well? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, these archers are going to... Uh, one of them turns and fires up at you, Dodge. Surely I have at least partial cover on the roof. Sure. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, the the tines, uh, the the framework. I mean, of I the feel wind. like I'm like on. It's like a conical roof, right? So yeah. I can like and the framework of the <clears throat> the framework of the windmill fan is stretched up and kind of obscuring oh, yeah. you a little bit. Um, does 
Let's see. So he rolls a 19 total. That's probably good, right? What's partial cover give me? Uh, I'm going to say it gives you a plus. Mm. We'll say it gives you. No. <laughs> it does not give you a plus seven. Uh, I was going to say plus four or plus five to yeah. AC. So, yeah. He. And it goes through the fabric of this tattered windmill and slams into you. Woo! For seven damage. The other two take too many archers <laughs> um, fire. One fires at you, Alok. Ow! And hits you. Thunks into you for six damage. And the other one fires. Does a 16 hit you, Matthias? Uh, just barely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one hits you for five damage. Oof. Yon Yon, it is your turn. Um, is there like a window in this sort of like cottage or there is uh, so uh, just inside the cottage um, if you're walking into it and you turn around to your right like if you're looking at the front of the cottage mm-hmm. uh, to the right of the uh, front door is a window cool I'll run over there and kind of crack it and like poke my head out and see the orcs I guess coming at us and mm-hmm. the group that biggled attack I'm just gonna cast grease at them okay great so they have to Stick make... Stick with what you know. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So magical grease appears. We've all seen this happen <laughs> before. Spell. So they have to make deck saves again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your spell save DC? 13. Okay. Yeah, I rolled a 12. They have a plus one dex. Uh, so that's a save. I rolled a 13, a nat 20, and a 3. So one of them slips and falls. The other ones are barreling... Uh, up toward you in Biggle. Close the window. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. Oh, no. <laughs> Close the window. Uh, great. Alok, it is your turn. Arrow in your shoulder, right near your scar. Um, I pull it out. Mm-hmm. That's a free on. action. I'll let you do that. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, drop it on the ground, and um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm definitely surprised by this uh, reveal and I'm, I'm I'm looking to the left. I'm looking to the right, and I, I see the the bonehead king on the right, mm-hmm. and I want to run straight at him with my. That sounds great. This is a good plan. With my uh, habsies. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna make a precision precision attack. Okay. Like barrel it into him. That is a twenty three. Oh yeah, you hit handily. You. Sink your axe right between the ribcage armor into his side. Go ahead and roll damage. Um, I don't have that written down. Little blood spurts out into the twilight night. All right, that's a. I love Brad trying to figure out what a D12 is. Here, just roll this. Here you go. I had one. Just roll it. Ooh, the power of this one. Ooh, the power of weight. That's a 12. Yeah, that's right. It is. That is a 12. Well, yeah. Well, that yeah, is a that got, is a weighted dice, my dudes. You got in there. He ain't happy about it. I'll tell All you right. that much. And so that's so I do twelve damage. Yeah. No, you get a plus to that damage yeah. oh, for okay. sure. Yeah. What's it's your, your strength modifier. Uh, plus three. Yeah. Fifteen, yeah. 15, 15. whopping damage. Just chunked right into his side, between the bone, armor, rib cage into his actual rib cage. Ouch. Unfortunately, the 
orcs that did not slip in the grease are barreling up and Yon Yon, both you and Biggle remember that they have the ability to close the distance between their enemies uh, at, at a savage pace and they crash into the room don't they have to open the door yes they run up one of them turns the knob and gently opens it yeah, they and they, they all you don't have to be rude <laughs> they all three Somebody jump lives in here, by the way. Aha! and uh yeah they just come <laughs> snarling in crashing in and <laughs> their breath in the chilling night air <laughs> fills the room and you can smell the sweat oh, no. and orcishness filling the room and they look at both you, Biggle, and you, Yon Yon, and... They have to try to find me. I'm hidden. He did okay. say he hid really well. Well, yeah. <laughs> hiding, <laughs> is <laughs> hiding is technically an action. Oh. Um, I was just going to allow okay. you to be in the oh, okay. in the cottage away from the range of the archers. Okay. But um, I no, will... I, I'm short. I, I'll say this. I'm behind a couch. You know what? They don't see me right away. You know what? They don't see you at all. Dude, all three of them yeah. attack Yon Yon. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, uh, I don't think an 11 hits. Nope. But a 20 does. Yep. Ooh, oh, Nat. No. Dirt. Uh, that's nine damage, sir. Okay. And then you... You, uh... You're so savagely hit by that that uh, you bend over just as the other axe swings over and hits into his compatriot. He rolled a nat one. Ooh, uh, yeah. So the force of that. Now we're talking. Dude, <laughs> let's kill him. Um, get the fuck out of here immediately. <laughs> you're going to leave me hanging right here? <laughs> Thank you. You left me hanging. Um, and there's one more that slipped in the grease. And he's gonna stand up and move over, stumble over toward you, Alok, and defend his chief. And Bring I don't it. think a thirteen hits you. No, it does not. Yeah, you bang, you see him coming, and you just in time, you swing halvesies around and deflect his axe, axe on axe. <laughs> Matthias. Um, okay, so paint the scene here. So I'm standing in the center of what is kind of like a, a circle, right? And there's like two planter boxes mm -hmm. flanking the pathway up to the house. Is yes, that correct? that's correct. Yeah. And behind me would be a uh, a cart. Yeah, the tipped over cart and the, the boxes over and cart. stuff and the, the fake bot what is you now know is a fake body. Um okay. I am going to run to the planter box Heidi spot that the axe guys ran out of. Great. And jump into it. Great. And then I am going to cast Moonbeam on the three <laughs> archers. Nice, I love it. Wow, that's so. Great. So I, I, so I, I run. Matthias runs and slides into this little like trap area, and then you see this white blue column of light just originate from some point imperceivable above, and just slam down around these three orc archers just making them Beautiful. shine brighter than you could imagine. Beautiful. That was amazing. Yes. Um, real quick, can you say moonbeam cooler for me? Moonbeam. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I needed that. Nice. I love it. Yeah, let's go. They need to make what? Con saves? Uh, at the start of their turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to look it up real quick. I'll look it up while it becomes their turn. All right. That's that's my turn. Oh, okay. That, that's my turn. Uh, you're, you're absolutely sure they're not going to take damage when it appears? Cool. Yeah, they, they don't know what's happening, but they realize it's bad for them. A-lock. This hulking, black-skinned, bone-clad war chief Ooh. swings his maul over his head a couple times and then tries to bring it down on you. Did you like that hit? Oh, yeah, I bet that hurt, huh? You say as you dodge out of the way and it slams into the ground. But then he brings it back up and swings it just barely over your head. Good try. Uh, next time, maybe. <laughs> Wicked birds. Dodge up on the roof. You hear the creaking, the snapping and creaking opening of the shutters below you in the facade of the windmill. That's not chill. And. It is as you see, as you have that thought, that appearing over Alok and over Matthias, two floating orbs of blood. Two? Mm-hmm. One over Alok and one over Matthias. And Alok, as you're mocking this war chief, he grins at you. And this orb of blood appears behind you. And a pseudopod of ungodly making extends from it and slams into you from behind for eight damage. And Matthias, one tries to come down on your head. But you kind of duck down into the bunker and it misses. Dodge. Seeing this, what would you like to do? So if I were to want to like just pull one of them out of the window, mm-hmm. that would probably be strength be strength you uh i would it would be a grapple check you would have to kind of fly down off the edge of the roof you wouldn't be able to stand on the roof you'd have to fly down a little bit yeah i mean i can fly for three hours yes (laughs) but yeah you could certainly attempt to do that you can see you can see their long oh their hands arms extending from the window and controlling the this this like bluish gray skin with white stripes on it four arms extending and moving around in the twilight controlling these orb how far away from me is the is this fight between um alok and the guy with the crown how far would you like it to be 15 feet would be great no (laughs) you're on you're on 20 maybe (laughs) i was gonna say 60 feet okay and that's being generous i feel being on top of the wind. Okay. Um, I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to shoot that guy. Um, I'm going to fly up, kind of like up and out over and just like shoot 
like right down on top of him basically okay yeah go ahead and from up in the sky snipe down death from above Dude, you can't. You need to practice out of rotation. rolling dice. You it's need to practice. You need to go home and practice. It's, it's not out of rotation. Well, you miss. You miss by so much that he doesn't even notice. Yeah, that's great. That's a benefit. But at this point, I would like for you to roll a perception check. There we go. It's an eighteen. Okay. You see this cloud of dust coming from the direction that you all came up the road and it is moving now now that it's getting closer you can see that it is moving at a speed that you cannot comprehend and creating this dust is a large creature barreling toward you all with a profound sense of purpose and it, Behind it is towed what looks like a large wagon carriage, like a closed-in um, carriage. But you have never, you can't, it, it, the dust is getting in your way, but there's a weird blue light emanating from below the carriage. And in the cloud of dust, you can see driving this thing is a humanoid figure. And he, you can almost hear him yelling off in the distance as he gets closer and closer. Biggle. Hang on a second. Does it look like it was made by orcs? Um, it's too hard to tell, but this certainly, like, what what the nature of the craftsmanship is, but this certainly does not seem like an orcish vehicle, given your cursory knowledge of orcs. Right. Yeah. It's not gnarly enough. And whatever this creature is that is towing it mm -hmm. is um, nothing that you have seen, uh, potentially, and uh, certainly nothing you would associate with orcs. Gotcha. Biggle, in the cottage, Yon Yon has just been... He's just had axes just sunk into his body. And these three orc axe-wielding figures just are are intent upon laying him to waste. Is he dead? No, I'm not dead. Oh, okay. How distracted are they? Um, and enough that they still don't notice you. They don't notice me. Is there another door in the house that like maybe goes to that other tower or there is outside? There is a uh, a small little set of stairs. Mm-hmm. Like again, if you were looking at the front of the cottage, mm -hmm. a small little set of stairs that goes down to the left that goes to a little door that you presume would go into the the ground, like the, the the actual millstone floor of the windmill. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to cast a spell on Yan Yan. Okay. I'm going to cast Gear Shield on him. Jesus, this sounds fucking awesome. And it gives him plus two to AC, but you have swirling around your body these spinning gears that are like a fucking cool shield. It's like a, it's like when you get the gr triple up. green shells in Mario Kart. <laughs> <They're up>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, cool yeah, yeah, shield. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. 
So I'm going to cast that on Yanyan from where I'm hidden, and then I'm going to slowly sneak uh, to that door and run through the door. Okay, great. Yeah, so you... Uh, you cast gear shield on Yon 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 Yon. You've never had this happen before, but you just feel yourself. You feel this warmth as tornadoing around you are these yellow spinning spectrally gears, leaving trails of uh, ethereal magic as they spin around you. And you feel at least moderately or at least mildly uh, protected more so than you were before. Um, the three archers out in front of the cottage um, have to make a constitution save. That's correct. Get them. Boom. Boom. Ooh. So I rolled yet again another nat 20. Okay. Get the fuck out of here, dude. What is what is your spell save DC? Thirteen. I rolled a ten, and they have a plus three to con. So, uh, but one of them absolutely is going to take the full brunt of this. The rest will take lunar damage, uh, which is a a whopping nine. So one will take nine. The others will take four. Great. Um, And blue flames just kind of form on their skin as this happens. Yes. they yell out in the night and uh and are they is their true form an orc <laughs> yes okay uh <laughs> then they, they want to are be. just yeah who do they do they want to be a cobbler or <laughs> simple bartender are you are you hiding down in the hole yes you're, you're in hidey hole yeah. Okay. This was a good tactical move on your part, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You mean survivey hole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, one of them trains his bow, steps back and trains his bow on you, Alok. Here we go again. And misses. This is the one that just got took the full brunt of Matthias's uh, moonbeam. But uh, and he jumps you know he's out of his pit and he he kind of backs up out of the moonbeam and uh he the orc war chief is yelling something at them in orcish which alok you hear as uh spread out so it doesn't get all of you um and the other two step back and they both fire up at you dodge what Wow, now I'm ver- rolling very poorly. Well, Sweet. That's payback. They can't get, they, as they're kind of backing around and getting out of the range of this moonbeam and spreading out, uh, they're, they're trying to get a bead on you and you're floating around and they're just like they're blinded by this moonbeam and mm-hmm. two arrows fly up. You dodge, you flit and flap and get your way out of the. I wiggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Uh, Alok, it is your turn. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yon, yon. Um, I'm going to kind of, like, I assume I'm, like, you know, fighting off these orcs and see if mm-hmm. they will go to, like, go into the door and kind of give them, like, a reassuring nod. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to disengage from these orcs. Okay. And then look at them and say, I guess it's time for me to teleport out of here. And then I'm just going to turn myself invisible and then try to, like, kind of just step back. <laughs> make them think that I, like, <laughs> teleported away. But okay, just made myself invisible. Question. 
Are the gears still there? <laughs> that is my question. Oh, shit. Are the gears visible? Yeah. Does it say that? <laughs> <laughs> this would suck. Boom. Gear, just gear, spinning gear man walks away. Yeah, I mean, there's just a handful of gears orbiting your body. Your invisible body. Yeah. Still dope. How, Still cool. Uh, I mean, what's how large is the radius of invisibility? It makes me invisible. It makes him invisible. Yeah. Are the gears being worn by you? They're orbiting your body. <laughs> yeah, couldn't be more clear. They are not on him. Hey, you don't around know how him. dumb these guys are. That's true. They do. They are. They are for the moment confused. Yeah, maybe Where are you going, Yon Yon? Do you want to go the way that Biggle I'm, went, or do you yeah, want to go I out the front? Yeah, I turned invisible, and I guess like I guess if I disengage, yeah, I'm trying to just get out of this room. So I'm making my way towards where yeah where Biggle went. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Biggle, you and Yon Yon are now down this small set you of stairs towards me yeah <laughs> yeah you and your little invisible floating gears don't try to help me i wasn't i have myself you. i was trying to hide it's a floating cloud of gears <laughs> just like slowly I, why wouldn't I, you just walk out the front door i'm okay i'm gonna do this in character <clears throat> okay Yan Yan, what the fuck are you doing in here? <laughs> I don't know. I just need to get away from Why them. would you come to where I am? I'm <laughs> hiding. You just left me back there, by the way. I gave you a shield. You're supposed to walk out yeah, the door. Why would you come to me? And you just hear. I'm scared. <laughs> you, you I'm hear... not going to step outside. There's fucking archers everywhere. <laughs> you hear just. <laughs> just this arguing, and then it goes quiet as soon as. Uh, Yon Yon says, I'm not gonna step outside, there's fucking arches everywhere. And and you just see taking up the entirety of the door frame into the the main floor, the millstone floor of the windmill where the two of you are, just hulking beady eyes. All three of them looking at Yon Yon's invisible gear spinning body and you, Biggle. Fuck, dude. Can it be my turn again? No. Oh. Meanwhile, outside, the archers have scattered. The uh, the Bone Crown War Chief has swung and missed at you, Alok. Uh, what do you want to do? There is this orb of blood floating behind you that has just smacked you in the head. I'm going to keep finding old bo Bone Daddy. Yeah, um, let's go. I'm going to I'm gonna swing halvesies. I'm going to go low for his ankles. Okay. And uh, yeah, you don't know what was behind you necessarily, but it hit you in the head, so you duck down and yeah, I'm trying to do a trip attack. Instinct. Oh, nice. I like it. Let's go. Uh, that's eleven. Yeah, eleven misses. Okay. He skip it, skip it, jumps right over. Okay, I'm gonna double dutches his way over your axe. I'm gonna action surge and swing right back at him. Oh, go. Let's go. That is a 13. Yeah. He stomps on your axe momentarily as you swing at his ankles. He just comes up, stomps it on the ground. <laughs> hey, cut it out. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Second Wind. Uh, you already used your bonus action, which was your action surge to attack twice. Oh, I thought. And Second Wind is also a bonus action. Got it. I thought it was just like an extra action. Which is unfortunate for you because uh, the, the one axe-wielding one that came to defend his chief is going to swing at you. And he's going to hit you. Not for very much, though. 
Oh, wait, that's the wrong dice. Ha-ha! <laughs> Ooh, for quite a bit, actually. This is bad for you, I think. <laughs> Me oh, thinks yeah. this is bad for you. This is uh, 14 damage, sir. Okay, that is a lights out. And, Matthias, you just hear a bunch of yelling in Orcish. And the three in the room with you, Biggle, and Yon Yon, they just kind of step down in ominously. Boom, boom. And you see them talking to each other in Orcish. I'm pushing Yon Yon in front of me. And they are they are going to attack you, Yon Yon. Um, they are going to have disadvantage because you are invisible. I'll give you that. But they do know where you are. <laughs> Good thing you got that plus two to AC. Uh, the first one misses. Thanks to me. <laughs> I rolled two 17s on the second one. So that's going to hit. I rolled a one for damage, so four damage. And the third one misses as well. How you doing there, Chief? I have two HP. We're still alive! <laughs> You're using me as a fucking shield! <laughs> Matthias. What time is it, Matthias? I need to double check one quick thing. You want to make sure you can still concentrate on a spell while you're in sure animal form? I want to make sure one quick thing here. <laughs> I don't think I can. I think you can. It's dagger time. I think because of my it's uh, circle, time. I might be able to. Are you circle of the moon? Um, you know what? Let's just say that you can. For now. Okay. Because I know that's like one of the OP things that Druid yeah. can do is just like, I'm going to be a giant spider, crawl up the wall, and then cast Call Lightning on people. No. So I'm going to say that you can tag your time. And, but here's the thing. Moving your moonbeam, I believe, is a bonus action. I believe so. So you have the choice of either moving your moonbeam or going tiger time. Floating orb of blood over your head. Little appendages diving down to try and get you knocking off bits of the earth. You can hear the yelling. Well, this is a shitty situation. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what should I do here? Mm. There's a big, big bald man. I don't like him. There's orcs, there's archers. And, mm. and are you peeking out? Well, from I, the hidey hole? Well, I assume that, like, if the if the blood ore was able to get me, I, I'm just, like, in the hole part. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... I'm just kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, so you have over. seen Alok fall. Yeah. And you can also see that man. the orc that dropped him is moving toward you. Was that just not a good situation? Um, what should I do here? Well, I guess there's no better times than the present. Uh, no one's around to hear it, but uh, I kind of like the phrase now. These tiger time? <laughs> <laughs> That's kinda... just half-assedly to yourself? Well, I guess okay. it's, it's tiger time now. I get up and just okay. into Tiger and charge straight at that orc that is coming my direction. Yeah. Give me a pers er, insight roll as okay. you do so. As I'm turning into a Tiger. Uh, that's a nat 20. This is the same orc that you fought in the forest 
as a tiger. Oh yeah, as is going. And like, you. Oh how. You both have a moment of recognition. It's definitely tiger time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's wow. it's real tiger time. So let's go. Yeah. You, you can smell him. All right, here we go. Pounce, Pounce attack. on him. Oh. <laughs> that is a one. Yet using inspiration to oh, make it not yeah, a one. Baby. Because that's how important this is. That's going to be 22. Ooh. 22 is significantly better than one. Uh, 22? Better than one. Yes. Uh, all right. So you knock him prone, eight. first of all, right? Yep. Eight plus. So that's going to be uh, five damage. Okay. And then I get another attack with a bite. Uh, does a 13 hit? Uh, no, uh, uh, a 13 does hit. Um, so how much how much damage did you do uh, the first attack? Five on the first one. Okay. And then 13 hits. So go ahead and roll your claw uh, damage as you rake your claws into him. Or uh, bite damage. Yeah, bite yeah. damage is going to be uh, another five. Okay, nice. And he's prone. Yes, he is. And I am on top of him. Yes, you are. And uh, more yelling from the orc war chief as he brings his maul around to slam into you. His first attack misses, mm -hmm. but his second one slams into your haunch. All right. Hit your tigery haunch for 10 damage. Okay. And two orbs of blood come over and attempt to attack you. All right. Does a 16 hit a tiger? Yep. You take another four damage from one of these blood orbs. Okay. And just these appendages of blood almost seem to be shooting out from these orbs. Uh, Dodge, floating up in the sky. Uh, I'm still, like, more or less on top of this. Yeah, you're right above the, situation. the fray. And you can see now all three of these archers have trained their bows on you. Yeah. I'm just going to drop on, like, I just want to drop, like, right behind the orc war chief guy. Yeah, that's great. And I would like to stab him in the back of the neck with my dagger. This is going to be sneak attack damage if you hit. Yes. Oh my god. This I I kind of want you to hit him. That's a cock. That's uh, a cock dad. Yeah, <laughs> god, the suspense is killing me, dude. Quit rolling it over the microphone yeah. cord. Where do you want me to roll yeah, it? Roll it closer to you. All right. Well, that's probably <laughs> not going to hit. That's a 10. 10 does not hit. Um, I want to use my bonus action to take the crown off his head with a sleight of hand check. Okay. 20? Yeah. You take the crown off, and his head immediately turns, and he looks at you. And I'm going to shoot back up into the air using my dash <laughs> action 60 feet. Oh, uh, wait. So you drop down. Yeah, I just it, fell, though, you know? like I can use my dash to get 60 all day, so... 30 okay. one way, 30 the other way. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm, I'm into it. Uh, as you do, another perception roll from you, please. Uh, that's a 14. Okay. This cloud of dust and this creature and whatever it is pulling are getting closer and closer. And you feel like they're going to be here very shortly. Yeah, let's hope. We need some more fracas. Biggle. <laughs> I just need a distraction. I got this. Do you? Probably. Uh, well, this sucks. I'm scared. Um, I'm going to close my eyes 
really tightly. Mm -hmm. And then I just start mumbling in this weird, like low sort of like rumbly. And I'm casting machine speech using a bonus action. Okay. So I'm basically speaking the language of machines right now. And until my next, the end of my next turn, all of my clockwork spells have advantage on their attack rolls, and all of the targets have disadvantage on saving throws. Okay. So that's a bonus action. Um, I'm going to open my eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm muttering this like, and all of a sudden my fists turn to metal. Yeah, let's go. And I just. I'm going to punch this one dude right in front of me as hard as I fucking can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wide-eyed. And then as soon as I do, I'm just going to book it past them out the front door. I'm hoping to create a disruption and get the fuck out of here. Okay, great. Because you're, right you're right at tender bits level. You're like, your uppercut is going to like connect Go, straight baby. with tender bits. Yeah. Go ahead and make an attack roll, which is at advantage, correct? Because you have like your That is correct. You gotta be kidding me, dude. <laughs> I rolled a four and a nine, but I get to add a plus five to the nine. So oh, yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. And uh, you get him right in the jimmies. Please be big. For four damage. Nice. And then I just try to run past them or okay. between their legs. Okay. Out. Great. Yeah. Um, they're all three going to get attacks of opportunity on you. Yeah. Let's go. I'm running so fast. They can't even turn around. Um, I don't think a, an 11 hits you. An 11 does hit me. Oh, okay. Dang. Well, that's my armor class. Yeah. That'll hit. Yeah. Dang. So you get hit twice. Once for five damage. Uh-huh. And once for six damage. Oy. That's a big whopper. <laughs> the archers all out in the front. The archers all fire at you, Dodge. Um, what's your AC? Thirteen. Yeah, they all hit you. Fuck. I'm dead. One no for, way I'm not dead. One for four damage. Yep. One for seven damage. Yep. And one for six damage. And you come tumbling out of the sky 30 feet down. Yep. And that'll be one failed death save from you. Boom. As you slam lifeless and unconscious. Yon yon. Biggle has left the room. These three axe-wielding orcs seem intent on slaying you. After they've taken their attacks of opportunity on the fleeing, your fleeing friend, what do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna look at them and then just misty step through them, out towards like the door, basically, like or as far as like 30 feet will take me, mm -hmm. and then or at least to like out of this like out of this building, and then I want to take the dash dash action action to run like around the building and kind of like hide. Okay, is Misty Step a bonus action? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to say you can. what you can do. I'm basically going to get the fuck out of here and hide. Like, yeah. just be unseen as much as possible. Yeah. 
or right. like notice like all the fruckus and try to use that to my advantage. So you missed. I'm gonna say you misty step from the uh, the the millstone main floor of the windmill back where you came into the cottage. Mm-hmm. Boom! Now you're in the center of the cottage, and then you run out the front and begin to make your way around the side. I'm gonna roll some perception checks for these orcs to see if anyone noticed where you went. The ones that are, which ones? The ones outside are the ones that I just misty stepped through. Uh, all of them. Okay. The misty step ones. I'm just gonna. Uh, the three that you're there with, they have no fucking clue where you went. I rolled a three for them. You bamf into the cottage. You run out. Um. And the archers are too uh, intent on having slain their prey in the form of Dodge. But the war chief notices you. Alok, I would like a death saving throw from you. It's a nat 20. On a nat 20, you actually wake up to consciousness with one hit point. <gasps> but that is going to be your turn. And Matthias, the axe-wielding orc that you are on top of in tiger form, slams his axe into mm-hmm. you. Get it. For five damage. Cool. The other three come out the front door. The other three axe-wielding orcs come out the front door and uh, see Alox what they assume to be Alok's unconscious body and Dodge's unconscious body, but they see a tiger on top of their compatriot, and so they do look like they are going to be heading your direction shortly. But it is your turn. What do you want to do? Um, so this guy that I knocked prone was able mm-hmm. to attack me? Mm-hmm. He stood up. No, he just kind of, laying on the ground, just brought his axe around. Just, oh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bite his throat. Yeah, go for it. Get him. That's a one. Okay. You chip a tooth. (laughs) Wow, dude, that was way too close to home. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, my God. Now, anytime you turn turn into a tiger, you're going to be missing. You're going to have a huge tooth gap. No, I think that that just kind of works in general with with Matias. Do we need... No, this is for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. <laughs> I, just, I fucking love this guy so much, dude. Um, what else would you like to do on your turn? Tiger Matias. Gonna look over and see the three orcs. And move the moonbeam just like toss his head mm-hmm. to look and the moonbeam goes right over those three orcs. Ooh, nice. At the doorway. Yeah, I love it. That's great. And uh, he just I don't looks... know how far you can move it, but I'm going to say it doesn't matter. That's no, 120 it foot range. Um, so he's just going to look back down at the orc and just, just snarl. Okay. Great. I think the war chief is going to survey what's happening. And he's going to look over his shoulder. He sees you laying on the ground, Dodge. And he yells at the three at the door. And he points. 
Alok, you hear what he says. The wizard is our priority. He's moved around the side. Alright, so I'm just laying on the ground, playing dead. Yeah. He has and no idea. You, yeah. And, but it's not your turn. I know. Uh, but he, he has, you hear him say this. And then he tries to bring his maul down on you, Matthias. Twice. Um, a 15 and an 18 to hit. Both hit. Mm-hmm. One is for 10 damage, and the other is for 13. Yeah, I, uh, so 23 total. Mm-hmm. So I turn back into a person. Mm-hmm. And just uh, uh, just for shits and giggles, why don't you roll uh, a save to to maintain concentration on your moonbeam? Mm. Is that for shits Nat 20. Oh. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm concentrating. Yes. And now you don't have a chipped tooth anymore. <laughs> and he's he's re- he he's reaching out, looking as though he's trying to grab you. All right. Um, and. Before he does, these two orbs of blood. Before he does, he realizes he used both of, both of his actions already. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I'm just, I can't I'm grapple just trying you. To, I'm just trying I to. I want make to that. grapple you, but I just can't. <laughs> for some reason. Stupid action economy. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to keep keep the scene moving. I'm trying to keep the scene moving independent of the action yeah. economy rules. <laughs> um, the two blood orbs are going to reach out. Uh, one of them is a 15 to hit you. That is AC. Yes, and it is going to hit you for seven damage. Oof. Dodge, I would like another death saving throw from you, but you get to make this at advantage. Oh, yeah. We can't, we can't use that. That's a second fail from you. It's not looking good for you, Dodge. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Biggle, you have come out of the cottage mm-hmm. and taken stock of this scene. You see two blood orbs floating near this orc war chief. And uh, laying on the ground unconscious near him are the bodies of both Dodge and Alok. You don't know that Alok has just woken up. He looks like he's dead. Both Dodge and Alok do. Mm-hmm. And you come out just in time to see Tiger Matthias take a pummeling from this orc war chief and turn back into his awkward gangly self and as you take stock of that barreling out of the uh cottage behind you are these three axe wielding orcs mm-hmm. what do you this do this is bad this is bad uh I'm looking around to see if there's any place for me to hide. I guess you probably um, also would have saw me like run past you. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. And in front of me, down the stairs, are all yeah, of the archer that. orcs. Yeah, and they're kind of spread out. And you can also see this carriage barreling up toward uh I toward where you guys are. I am gonna run to the woods. Are there woods around? Um, so you're on. There, there are some Please trees. Let there be trees. But you're up on a big bluff. Yeah. Kind of overlooking a valley, and um, you can mm. run toward the fence line. Yeah, Blake thought about us bolting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm running to the closest forest. <laughs> um, you can kind of run. In the direction I'm, I'm running to try to hide, uh, hide behind something. So yeah, 
So you kind of run off an angularly. Oh, you're going to follow Yon Yon, like kind of behind the house? Uh, but in the opposite direction. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you run off to the right. Yon Yon went sure. to the left. You yeah. run off to the right, kind of down toward the windmill. If there's like a bush or something that I could hide in, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> you just <laughs> dive into a hedge. Well, I mean, not head first, but more like... Feet first. Yeah. <laughs> just shimming your way. <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, if there's maybe a hedge between the house and, mm -hmm. uh, sure, yeah, your, there, you know, there's, there's some hedges lining yeah, kind of the front. I'm gonna just dip in there. Okay. Uh, do you want to and, take the hide action? And take the hide action. Okay. Go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. That's an eight. Okay. You jump into a bush. You shimmy your way into a bush. And Alok, you hear the axe-wielding orcs say back to their chief, There are two wizards. Which wizard? The one that ran around the house or the one in the bush? And I'll be laying there, and I'll just be saying to myself, Yeah, tell me which one. Tell me which one. Say it. Say it. It's now the archers. The archers kind of spread out now that they've slain you, Dodge. One of them fires an arrow at you, Matthias. Okay. And misses hits right at your feet they spread out a little bit uh like they're looking for yon yon one of them alok you hear yells out he's going around the house and yon yon an arrow slams into the side of the cottage bits of stone and dust fly off and kind of pepper the side of your face as this arrow misses and as you're making your way around the side of the cottage and it is your turn yon yon do i like notice do they so they like did I fully go around the house, and am I not seen by them anymore? I'm, I'm going to say, at, as they fired your arrow, that's as you're turning the corner around the cottage. Right, and I'm basically out of their line of sight. Correct. I'm just going to run, dash action, and run like okay. 60 feet as far as I can. I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here. Okay, great. Alok, catching your breath on the ground. I'm going to pick myself up slowly, kind of dragging my leg a little bit, and arching my back, contorting. Mm-hmm. And then I start running. Okay, so standing up is your movement. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I stand up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of being prone on the ground. You stand up, and the orc war chief takes notice, seems confused. And he says to you in orcish, You should have stayed on the ground. I mean, I don't have anything to say about that. Do you want to attack, no, attack anyone? No, well, first I'm going to cast second wind. Nice, okay. great. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a good choice, sir. You steal yourself and a rush of adrenaline comes through your body and you regain how many hit points? Seven. Seven. Nice roll, dude. This could be the turning point, guys. So I'm at eight. And um, is there any anyone else around this? Like, uh... Yeah. So uh, there are three axe-wielding orcs kind of at the front of the cottage. Gotcha. They look like they're moving toward a bush. Okay, but how uh, far and then there's one, and then there's one axe wielding orc that Matthias in tiger form had knocked prone is now starting to stand up, and uh, there's the orc war chief that is kind of directing everyone and he's no taking notice of you and he's also reaching down to get the crown of bone that Dodge took from him. How far away is he? Uh, he's very close to you. I can okay. say I, I'll say you can get an attack on him if you uh, would like. So. How many people are around me that are close? Just two. Just one axe-wielding orc that Matthias had knocked prone that is standing up, and yeah. then the orc war chief who is grabbing his bone crown. I'm going to reach into my belt and pull out a potion that I've been holding on to. Mm -hmm. 
with me every day since my first day of work. You have this potion that you've had since your first day of work. Okay. I'm on board. I am very... You just kind of like throwing my limbs around. Like I, I, <laughs> I pull out of my waistband all sloppily and then like bite the cork out and spit it in the other direction and then start chugging. Yeah. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah. We both did some Foley work there. It's great. Yeah. Tag team back again. And I... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get there, please. <laughs> just drink the fucking potion. What does it do? What is it? And... <laughs> It tastes like cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking Christmas drink, dude. What's going on here? No, it's like an atomic fireball cinnamon. Oh, okay. And my mouth is on fire. All right. Oh shit. And I blow like a flamethrower across these two people close to me. Yeah. The Bone Daddy King and the person just getting up. I love it. I love it. All right. I'm in. So Let's go. You have to make a, uh, just like, just lighting up the whole scene. Just this fire coming out of you your mouth. You have to make mouth. a deck save. Both of them do? Yep. Okay. What's the save? 13. All right. Uh, one of them makes it. One of them fails. I'm going to say the chief makes it. <sighs> That's what I really wanted. <laughs> He's been, f- I've been fucking with him. You know what? If that's the one you wanted, he fails. Yeah. The other one's getting up from the ground and is still low enough to not take the I mean, full he's brunt. the only one I've just been engaged with. Like, I went head on at him. Yeah. Let's my, go. My roll damage. with him. Yeah. Roll damage as you breathe fire, illuminating the now night sky. All right. It's 4d6. Everything is illuminated in... It's what? 4d6. Ho. That is 13 damage, and the other one Look takes out. half. Okay. Yeah, so half of 13 uh, rounded down is six. They scream out. Do they catch fire? No. It is now the axe-wielding orc's turn. And the one that is closest to you, that you just breathed this fire on, he ducked down a little bit. He got singed. You see as he stands up, his eyes are glowing blood red, and he charges you and slams his axe into the nape of your neck for 11 damage. And the three at the front of the cottage, Matthias, are all going to take moonbeam damage. Is that yep. correct? Con save. Ooh. What's your spell save, DC? 13. 13. One of them is going to take the full brunt of it. Okay. But the other two are moving out the edge of it. Uh, so 16 is full. Woo! Eight is half. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you... I'm going to say that the one that is the most damaged already is going to take the full six. Sounds fair. So I'm a generous DM. You're and, then, and then eight is half. Yep. Um, he does not die. Instead, his eyes glow blood red. And all three of them come to the bush where you are, Biggle. Uh, no. The one that his eyes go blood red comes to the bush where you are. The other two go around the building in the direction that you went, Yon Yon. And 
he slams the axe down into the bush for 12 damage. So there's just no bush anymore, and and I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Matthias. So I see just in front of me, Alok, on the ground, unconscious again. Dodge's lifeless body is 10 or 15 feet away from that. Mm-hmm. Off in the distance, I see an orc that has savaged a bush. Yes. That there is a small body beneath it. And there are two others going around the house. I look toward the like the road behind. Mm-hmm. What do I see? Huh. You see approaching at a an insane clip uh, a speed that no carriage and no animal uh, that would pull a carriage would ever move you see a massive furry creature pulling a stainless steel box almost like an airstream it's trailer. like a shiny metallic box yes, almost like an pulled. air like an airstream trailer uh this what does this and- furry creature look like Anything that I would know as a druid? I would, I would, yes. I would like a nature roll from you to see if you know, if you recognize this creature. It's incredibly exotic. 22? Yes. So, uh, you know what this is. You've never seen one before, but you know what it is. It is called a Nares. Imagine if a wolf was the size of a rhino and had a rhino's horn and goat-like beard hanging from its chin. Its legs are high up above its hulking body and bent backwards. And it's moving at a speed, like its legs are designed, evolutionarily engineered for this thing to move, almost spider-like the way these legs come up off its body. And it is just generating this huge cloud of dust. just coming up toward everyone and you can see it's creating this cloud of dust which is slightly obscuring this airstream trailer that it's pulling and sitting in front of the trailer is a humanoid figure also uh, obscured by this dust but underneath the trailer is this blue light and you can almost you can almost hear it it's so bright in the midst of the dust and you cannot see wheels on this trailer. It is as though it is floating. This is a fantastic creature. I must know more about it. This predator. What you what you do know uh, with your high nature role is that these are incredibly exotic beasts, not native to the continent of Sasoria, and are often used for basically a sprint long distance in one direction. These creatures are used to get you from one place to another at an incredible rate, but they're highly volatile and very violent. Yes. <laughs> this, this is the predator that I was meant to become. Um, and with the spirit of this, this animal that I see that I've always just dreamed of being in the same mm-hmm. place of, um, I am going to run toward the chief and mm-hmm. the orc that Alok was at. Mm-hmm. And I am just going to thunder wave in the direction. Like, how close are those two to the archers? Uh, the archers have moved significantly far okay. away. So I can't point. get any of them thunder wave? 
no you won't be able to get okay, the archers but great. i'll say you can get both the orc that uh just the the red blood eyed yep. orc that just killed alar yep and the chief yep i'm going wave. for it yeah just gonna blast him all right um con save war chief makes it all but right. the blood-eyed orc does not um all right so that's gonna be a whopping five damage so <laughs> oh god but uh, the one okay. gets you know ragdolled across the hill yeah yeah <laughs> dust blows just thunder echoes across the valley off the distant hills uh, and even on the on the far side of the cottage yon yon you can hear it uh and then uh yeah that's gonna be it for me okay and with that the war chief brings his maul down onto you or attempts to do so anyway uh he misses with his first swing but then drops it, swings it around his head, and drops it down on you for 10 damage. Knocked out. You fall next to your compatriot. Dodge, I would like a death save from you. Fuck. <laughs> make it, dude. Please make it. Make it, dude. Roll it in a good place. That is a natural one. Holy shit. <sighs> you are dead. At this point, Yon-Yon, you are the only one conscious. And as you are circling around behind the cottage, with the orcs behind you, you come around the far side, and you see the carnage of all your compatriots laid out. But you also see a carriage approaching. You see this massive beast just thundering into the clearing in front of the cottage kicking up a cloud of dust and this this humming airstream slick metallic carriage behind it and in front of the carriage is a humanoid figure and as they burst into the clearing you can see this figure as he as the dust kind of dissipates as this thing whole thing comes to a stop and he has long, greasy hair with streaks of gray and scars on his face and a scraggly, like, five o'clock shadow. He's wearing a metallic breastplate, which comes up over his left shoulder, and he's wearing two giant metal gauntlets, and he's holding something in his hand. It looks like a, a box, a small box with two handles, one on either side. And he stands up as this carriage comes to a stop this huge creature and all the orcs in the in the area just stop and look and they like the archers turn their bows the the war chief grabs his maul and begins to move toward the carriage and he locks eyes with you this figure does and he says to you as he stands up holding this box he says my ally bend thine eyes away from me the wrath i wield tis solely for these fiends and he pulls the handles away from each other you see a light begin to emanate from this box yeah i dropped to my knees and just okay. put my head into the dirt even 
with your eyes closed and your head down. You can feel the light. You can see the red blood of the inside of your eyelids as a light blasts across the whole landscape, bright as the noonday sun in the summer. You hear him yell out again, Avant, thou dreadful ministers of hell! Then he yells at you, Yon-Yon, and he says, Yon-Yon, hie unto my ride forthwith that we may leave these devils to our dirt. Bring your compatriots. Time is of the essence. With as much speed as thou wouldst fly death. And you bring your eyes up, and you see all these orcs are frozen in place. And he jumps down and he runs across the dusty earth and runs over to Dodge and grabs Dodge. And he, he seems to mutter something to himself, making sure, taking stock of who Dodge is and grabs Dodge and begins pulling him to the carriage. And he yells at you, Yon Yon. And he says, uh, he says, gather our friends quickly. The affair cries haste and speed must answer it. Okay, I'll run over and uh, grab, grab Matthias and just make my way over to his giant animal thing, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. and it you, is. You come, to, you come to where he is with Dodge. You grab Matthias and you come to where he is with Dodge at the back of this this trailer. And you see he's he opens up this metal door in the back, just a single door. And you look inside and it's this very bare, stark. It's almost like the inside of a police wagon. And it's got just a bench on either side. And there's like a weird, eerie blue line of blue lights up at the top edge where the walls of this meet the ceiling, almost like LED lights illuminating this thing. And he sets Dodge in the carriage and he runs and he, without saying anything else to you, he runs over to where Alok is and he says, get Biggle, we do not have much time. Uh, I, I don't see him. I don't know where he is. How, do you know where he is? He's in the bush. Uh, all right, I'll run over to the bush and like just start digging to the bush and yeah. grab Biggle. Okay, great. Um, he, he stops briefly next to you at the back of the trailer and looks out across the landscape and almost as though to himself, he says, behold this pattern of thy butcheries. And then you begin to see, you see that these orcs begin to move and he says, quickly jump in. And then he, he sees your hesitancy and puts his arm on your shoulder and he says, yon, yon. My name is Horatio, and I am from the future. And that's going to do it for this week. What is even happening? You've got the whole crew looking for a missing farmer, and next thing you know, they're ambushed by orcs. Now Matthias is unconscious, Alok is unconscious, Biggle is unconscious, Dodge is dead, and now some dude named Horatio shows up on some crazy contraption claiming he's from the future? What? Oh, man, to find out what's going on, tune in next time for episode four of The Future Criminals. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you're having as much fun as I am. Uh, be sure to do any number of the following three things. Tell your friends about the show, leave us a review, or get in touch with us. Uh, we love hearing from y'all, and we love making new friends. Speaking of friends, I want to thank the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine. 
Uh, I also want to send out a special thanks to Jared, the keyboard collector Kessler, for all his amazing work in composing music for our episodes and just everything he's doing behind the scenes here at uh, Dice Boys HQ. And, of course, thanks to you. Uh, Just keep gaming, keep laughing, keep making moments, and keep making cool shit. Uh, and, and when you roll up on that, when you roll up on that proverbial dragon and don't know what to do, just remember the right play is the fun play.